Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Coming directly to your tablet and smartphone, it's The Glitter Boys! Sometimes life is difficult. You never know what's going to be around the corner for you. Family stuff, work troubles, yada, yada, yada. And then one day, you're just sad, and all at your door shows up the 30th anniversary Gold Edition Riffs original book. And it's goddamn gorgeous. It looks like it looks like one of the books that you'd see in in, in the classic section of a lawyer's library, you know, like uh the Odyssey and Homer, and you know he's never read it, but it's there and it's 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 in leather and it's got beautiful gold leaf printing and it's just goddamn gorgeous. And NPC gave me one and thank you, NPC. I've been missing the butts <laughs> edition so much and all the art in it and oh it's so pretty. Yeah, what's fascinating about this book, uh, I, I have one as well, is the cover is more or less the same image, but it's sort of a redo of it that I understand was taken way back from a picture that Kevin Long did inspired by the original Keith Parkinson cover. Mm -hmm. And I will have you know that although this is the butts edition, there are no butts on the cover. There are hints of them. There's plenty of butts in the back. There's plenty of butts in the back. Talking 289. When you're talking about the butts edition, this is the picture we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Page 289. Also, yes. they, they did a lovely little swimsuit spread on here, which I have mm-hmm. no idea what it's doing here or who those people are. What page of that? Uh, it's like two pages from the back cover, uh, just before Palladium Books presents. <laughs> like there's somebody relaxing on a mech and somebody in the sand. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah, we get a couple of anime swimsuit gals. It's, it's like that old... It's like that old uh, Marvel comic swimsuit edition well, style. They did a swimsuit issue. Well, two, if not three of them, three of them, I think, in the Rifter. And I think these might be the full color versions of two of the ones that appeared in the Rifter. You know, fun story is uh, you may or may not know this. I have used two different characters from the Rifter swimsuit issues as NPCs <laughs> in the games that I've run, but they were significantly more clothed. Oh. Yep. One thing I really like about this is it has, you know, this this used to be a thing back in the 80s when when they were tying to collections and stuff where it just has the cover of every, every. of every Riffs book. Not just every Riffs book, but like every variant cover of the yeah. Riffs books and different editions and whatnot. It's good stuff. It even shows like the special limited release versions. The, the different color hardback versions. You know, I the Rifters aren't in here, are they? I don't think so. I, I would yeah. be surprised if they weren't, because Rifter is more of an entire Megaverse thing, yeah, not just Rifts. So if you haven't figured out, dear listener, what we're talking about, we both now have in our possession the black and gold hardback limited, only 200 of them exist, version of the Rifts. 30th anniversary book, which is the original Butts edition content put in a new wrapper with a whole bunch of stuff shoved into the end, talking about inspirations, adding more art. And it's a beautiful fucking book. It is. And it's it's such a nostalgia moment 
to see it just laid out the way it was, as I remember, as, as a very young man. In full, glossy pages. Yeah. Like, not just the full color images. Every page in the book is a glossy print page. Oh, lovely. And there was a, a whole bunch. Uh, which artist was TM? TM. Uh, that's a good question. Ta- no, maybe that's Thomas Bartold. No, I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't know who TM is. Because none of those made it into the uh, in, into the the ultimate. None of those old ones, like the Wastelander motorcycle on uh, twenty nine. Yeah, he yeah. had he had that that kind of dirty, gritty, yeah. lo fi black the and heavy white. metal yeah. early nineties style. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, God, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I don't actually know who that is. Is that Larry McDougal? No, hmm. it's, it's definitely a T. No, because TM editor. <laughs> See, this is how much, how little we actually know, dear listener, about Palladium. <laughs> we just talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> you throw some names at us to be like, wait, huh? Who? Who? What? Yeah. You got the dickhead Cyber Knight. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got the dickhead Cyber Knight. You also got the uh, the hatchling dragon that's got like the strange yeah. bits of technology on it. You've got the original line walker pictures and the original glitter boy that that kind of looks like one of those uh, city camo patterns, just because of the way it's done. And in my opinion, the best vagabond picture. <laughs> Sad fucking guy. Page eighty two. <laughs> oh god, I love that guy. I love him so much. That cyberdoc picture too. Oh, it's good. Yep, the rogue scholar, the rogue scientist. Fun story in the Savage Rifts book. One of the pictures that they show is of somebody killing that rogue scholar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Page eighty-six. You'll see one of the few times that Kevin Long uh, draws a facial expression. Oh, 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 oh! It's kind of smug, actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> that guy, mm, the mystic. Yep. Oh, that shifter picture is. It's just fucking classic on page 88. You know, Man. one thing we, we should talk about is that this had so many racial character classes. Yeah. Like, and not just the dog boy, which we discussed in a, in a previous episode, but I mean, what was it? The, the, the burster, the, like all, uh, the, yeah, the dog pack, size stalkers. Yeah. This was before they decided to kind of change up some of the acronyms. And yeah. they, yeah, back then it was RCC for racial character classes. And these were psychic racial character classes, but they were simply still RCCs. And I think later they introduced the whole, uh, what is an RCC versus what are an OCC versus what is a PCC kind of thing. The thing is, is that this is still a coalition heavy book and that's how the coalition would see them. Are you a psychic? Well, that's your fucking race. True. It is very fascinating to me that the coalition characters are, they begin as the second on the list of available player characters in the book. Yeah. Um, and I think that's simply because they alphabetized everything and coalition came after Borg. <laughs> yeah. And right before crazy and the ultimate edition, they separate them out. So I wasn't quite sure what we were going to be doing with this episode, but I did want to I didn't know if we were going to do like a full dive into the original Butts Edition content. Right now, this is just more of a nostalgic wank. But the- Absolutely. And I, I really want to know who TM is. Uh, what we should do is I'd like to go back all the way back to the back, starting on page 257 of this book. 
Now, this is all of the new stuff. It is a section called Behind the Curtain. And he talks about all of the people that were involved in making Rifts a thing that happened. Yeah. From the people that inspired him to the people that helped him found his company to the people that gave him the inspiration for Rifts to this fantastic loving section about Eric Wujic to talking about his best friend, Alex, who's been heavily involved in the company. And to this wonderful selection of concept art from Kevin Long. Yeah. And what I love about this is like, we've talked about Kevin being a highly technical person. And that's true. Even his sketches are highly technical. Like his sketches. Sketches are these almost fully complete pieces of art. (laughs) Just, Just amazing stuff here. Oh my god! I'm I, silence is terrible, but I'm you know yeah flip, flipping through it. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Long I think gets the majority of the space in this section, and it's well deserved. If you are fortunate enough to also have a copy, on page two hundred and sixty six is one of the taped. No, that's that's Keith Parkinson. Sorry. Yeah. On two hundred sixty six is one of the taped together, faxed over pencil copies of the original cover and it's mind-blowing yeah like that's not even the painting that's just the faxed over penciling of what would become the painting later and by painting we mean the butts edition painting (sighs) yeah and then there are some images that i don't think i've ever seen before like that one in the top right of page 267 that's, yeah, this Xerox uh, sucks. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's pretty hot. Uh huh. Whoa. <laughs> that's that's. I I see what the Splugarth were all about there. Little, yeah. Little uh little hentai, but that's okay. That, that was tentai, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the mutants in orbit cover in page yeah. two sixty eight. God, just fuck. This art is all so good. I didn't know that Parkinson had passed. So I didn't either. Yeah. You know. I, I have to say, we, we talk a lot about the art in riffs, and for good reason. But I don't think I would have, it, it wouldn't have grabbed me without it. Robotech would have been as far as I, I went into Palladium. So I suppose the takeaway of this is, go ahead and put the butts on the cover. And if people yell at you, screw them. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck it. Do it. Make, make, make your monsters evil. Make... You know, make make the villains terrifying. Make the butts biteable. <laughs> These are all very important things. And you, you you want when you want someone to pick up your book in a store, the first thing you got is the cover. And after that, you're gonna get a quick flip through. And if nothing happens, then that's just that's just shelved. That's gone. That that one rifle through that takes about 10 seconds. If you can get them to stop on a picture, then you've got something. And there's so many pictures to stop on. In the 90s, I saw the Butts edition and bought that fucking book. Yeah. Kevin talks a lot about the people who inspired him and helped him out and made Palladium and Rifts a thing. But I really love the part at the end where he just goes on for several pages about his inspirations. I like every time he does that. I like it when he does it in his emails. I like it when he does it in the Rifter. Because I think at the back of everyone who's really into gaming's mind is I, I want to do a game sometime. And it's just, it's fascinating to see the creative process on in, in someone's mind. Who's, who's so prolific. Um, who's, who's just done so much. 
I love hearing his tales about the defilers. I really wish that he would sit and just write it all out, like from memory and maybe collect some old notes and just write like the story of the defilers and what they went through. You know, I don't read a lot of autobiographies, but I'd read I'd read his. I would. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sometimes I think he's a little long winded when it comes to game description stuff. Like some paragraphs are about three times as long as they need to be. And I think that there's a lot of repeat text in some of them that you can condense it down. But I still love everything that he puts down. Like even if it is repeat, even if it is these really long rambling paragraphs about things, because I feel that he is talking to me. I feel yeah. like he's not like writing a text. He is telling me a story. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's just like Conan. Like all of the Conan stories by Robert mm-hmm. E. Howard were written not as a story, not as like a, a, a piece of fiction to be written. They were written with him in his mind, writing it as if Conan himself were telling this tale at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Same with uh, Fafford and the Gray Mouser. That those two hung out. They got drunk. They drunk drove all over Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out that the uh, the the Zyktikiks were a much bigger part in this book. Well, they had foes in this book. Yeah, which is odd because the uh, the Ultimate Edition has a lot less of that, mm-hmm. and also has a hundred more pages somehow. Well, yeah, he adds a whole lot more to every character class. Like we've talked yeah. about, like for example, the Cyber Knight. How the Cybernite went from like two or three pages to like seven to nine or something. Yeah. Like he goes in, there's just a lot more text in the new book, which, oh, quick roll monsters. I forgot about this shit. Oh, the game master section, I think in the butts edition, it has quick roll random fucking monsters. Like, holy crap. How did I forget this? How did I forget this? All right. Well, uh, Matthew, our games are about to get a little bit more interesting. Just saying. All right. <laughs> this I is something. Grenades. This is just one, two, just, just four pages that really should have been in the Ultimate Edition. This is some good stuff. A yeah. random roll table to generate a monster on the fly. Come on. Hell yeah. Hell you know, yeah. looking at Long's pictures in the in the X-Tick section, I think someone was watching Nausicaa in the Valley of the Winds recently, uh, just before he drew these. And that furry be- fury beetle, sorry. <laughs> the, 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 the furry beetle. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh, quick stats for Coalition Grunts and Samus. I forgot yeah, about use that. Typical dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Not, you know, not a huge bestiary here in the core book, but you know what? It's enough. This is a game, as we've talked about in the past, where you ride a power armor and fight dinosaurs. And you know what? You can pick up this book right here and you can do just that. (laughs) I I, want to go. I mean, the the expanded edition here is nice. It's, It's beautiful. And I love all the all the thoughts and the extras that you get in the back. But I would like to go back and encourage anyone who hasn't gotten it to not only buy the Ultimate Edition uh, as, as your, your general source, but to also pick up just a used copy of the original Rifts book. Because it's, it's different, and it has stuff you can use. It has a lot of stuff you can use. And some of that old art, oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Like uh, that, 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 that uh, auburn-haired druid lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Oh, fun story. As I was reading through the inspirations and talking about the people that helped make rifts happen. And he talks about Keith Parkinson. Uh, so the Druid lady, the, the, the cyber knight and the DB riding on horses and the, the weird, the demon from the rift or whatever, the, you know, the, the thing on a field of black, those three paintings were just random Keith Parkinson paintings that he had purchased. Yeah. yeah I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I remember always thinking, I don't really know why these are in this book. Even back in the day, I remember seeing that druid lady thinking, but there's no druid in this book. And I remember seeing the DB and the Cybernite thinking, mm -hmm. that just looks like fantasy shit. Uh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Because the book is so heavily focused on North America that it, I, I guess Kevin just got excited and he purchased those paintings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a beautiful book and there's only 200 of them. So we're not going to we're not going to rub your noses in, in it too much. Yeah. What number did you get? Mine was uh, 190 something. Um, 191 out of 200. All right. Yeah. I'm glad I put it in that order. It was one of the last ones. I somehow got number four. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And as always, when you order something from the Palladium Books website via be it a special edition or a standard book, they autograph that shit. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. And on these, we got another dragon from Kevin, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. those. He draws a little sm smiling dragon in it. God damn. This was a good gift. Thanks, NPC. You're welcome. This was, this was a great trip down memory lane. And 30 years, man. This is a 30-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. You name me one other game that's operating the same rules as it was 30 years ago. Like, and just role-playing game. Not, not even, not, let's, let's not even go into like video games. Well, damn. Yeah. I mean, you could, somebody could potentially make the case for the fact that people are still playing 30-year-old games or 40-year-old games. You know, the whole party, like it's 1979 ethos of the OSR and stuff and but one that's yeah. active though that's the same company still just yeah pushing it out yeah it's goddamn amazing you know the closest thing i can maybe think of and it's just on the top of my head and it's simply because they they're still publishing the original rules is uh, uh a company called light raider academy still releasing a game called dragon raid which is a boxed set released in the 80s of a Christian role playing game, and it's so good. <laughs> so, can do you get to level up to God, or <laughs> no, how does that happen? You're, you're you're a light raider. You go forth and bring religion. You bring the whole thing isn't about you know converting the infidels or whatever. You're knights. You're warriors. You're wizards or whatever. It's and the art is fucking beautiful. It is it is really evocative. It is that old school eighties fantasy art that's just beautiful. But it's a Christian game, so you cast spells by reciting Bible verses. Oh my God! Yeah, but it's not a it's not a bad game. And you know what? For a Christian role playing game to put that much effort into production value during the Satanic Panic was this just a direct attack on on D and D though? I think it might have been someone who saw value in what Dungeons and Dragons did and was trying to do something with it to maybe minimize the satanic panic or, you know, I really don't know. I don't know what led to them doing this, but I do remember. Drop a, drop a link to that one in the description. I'd, I'd like yeah, to, yeah. I'd like to see this. Like I've got 
this fancy fucking dice roller from them. (laughs) Dice tower. (laughs) Yeah. From Light Raider Academy. They they just did a Kickstarter for a new game that's connected to it. So they're still publishing this box set. In fact, I last year ordered a new copy of the box set. They sent it to me and half of the material was vintage first printing in perfect condition. How did you come across this? Were you like in church as a child or? I came across it because a shout out here. There's a vintage RPG Instagram that I follow. He might even have a podcast. I don't know. But on Instagram, vintage RPG, this guy goes through and does every day a look through a vintage RPG product. And one day he was looking through this this one from uh, from Dragon Raid. And it's like, oh, my God, that's one I always meant to check out, but I never got a chance to. And I was like, I'll look them up. I'll see if they're any good. And then it's like, holy fucking shit. The website is up to date. It's modern, mm-hmm. has a shopping cart, and they're still taking orders for the original game. It blew my mind. Palladium, did, did you hear that? The, the, the Christian Science Reading Room version of D&D has a modern website? And just maybe. No, I, I got to give them credit <laughs> here. The Palladium website is it's come a long way. Have you seen the forum? <laughs> well, okay, hold on. <laughs> We're not talking forums. First off, forums tend to be completely separate software. I've run forums before. They run on their own platform. You can consider them to be a separate component from a website. Their main you website... Consider that to be a good. BBS is what they... It's, it, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, so uh, I apologize in retrospect, dear listener, that this episode is really just us ranting. <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful book, but God, that website. <laughs> no, the, the website's fine. And I don't want to discredit it. I don't even know if he still works there, but Rex Barkdahl, the guy who initially contacted us when we were doing our previous podcast and sent mm-hmm. us that care package. Uh, oh, yeah. I know that he was heavily involved in the I thought he was the social media guy. I don't know. I don't hmm. actually know. Uh, I haven't seen his name in a while, so I don't know if he's still around. They kind of keep things a little... Um, you know, under the belt, mm-hmm. not really talk about a lot of that stuff. May or may not still work there. Who knows? Kevin's hired me. I want to edit your books, please. Anyway, I don't really know if if Rex is still there. Please, Kevin, hire me. I want to edit your books. But seriously, uh, hire him. <laughs> I I've done it for pay, and I'm good at it. So just, you know what? So you know. <laughs> I think it was you're right. I and I'd like to apologize that I was wrong because I was looking the last time I was on this. I was looking on my phone, and that's on me. That's that's not on this. The website is fine. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I will never, ever bash any company for having no, a website that's, that doesn't look good on a phone because I yeah. think the internet on a phone is a horrible thing anyway. So whatever. Yeah, no, this is this is fine. I was I was in the wrong. <laughs> okay. All of this website stuff aside, uh you like the book, Matthew? <laughs> God, it's fucking gorgeous, man. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It has a place on my shelf next to the the hardback ultimate edition. Maybe they one day. Spends. What? They have riff spans. Yeah. <sighs> I have one or two of them. And the bookmarks and the cups and the I have the cups. <laughs> and then and then the the my my significant other dropped it and felt so bad because I loved it and she ordered me another one. So now I have two riffs cups, one with the chip. I have <laughs> The same with Palladium Fantasy Cups, and I dropped it. I dropped my first one, and the handle broke off, but the rest of the cup is fine. So now it's my pin caddy on my desk. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I'm I'm scrolling through the store. Oh, they must. Dude. I want to be their warehouse worker. He <laughs> he can do the books. I just want to play in all the stuff. You can pay me in stuff. I like stuff. I do love stuff. I have been curating my own private wish list for everything that I want to get from their site, and I just wait for it to go on sale because mm-hmm. uh, you know money. It's tight. I kind of splurge from time to time, but in in my defense, I will say when I got you that book. I looked and looked and looked for an original copy of the Butts edition. And the amount of money at that time for the searches that I found that it would have cost to buy a decent version of the Butts edition and ship it to me was about 20 bucks less than it would have cost than it cost to buy that book and ship it. And one of them is a superior version. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, whatever, 20 bucks. I can. I can spend 20 extra bucks here for a slice of history. I am going to get that again, though. The Just the original battered old butts edition. Yeah. It's a great book. I am torn between the changes. You know, we talk a lot about the changes in Ultimate Edition. And many of them, yeah. I think, are for the better. I think that they did give some of the classes more versatility. They made them more personable. They definitely balanced them, quote unquote, more. Yeah, but that art, that line art in the first book is what really cemented my love of rifts. Agreed. TM, Agreed. Whoever he is, <laughs> you know what? It, it's it's not even it's it's someone we don't even have to have Palladium tell us. Yeah, or even someone we don't know. Someone right now. Well, not right now. This hasn't been released. But someone the day this is released on our Discord is is going. Oh, you fucking idiots. It's, you know. <laughs> All right. We're 30 minutes into this. And I think we yeah, spent we about stop. a third of the time actually talking about the book. It's a it's a beautiful book. I mean, this is our free form book review of the 30th edition hardcover uh, <laughs> black and gold. Check in with us on the 40 year edition. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I'm just looking at the cover and I'm shining the light on it in a certain way. And God, it just glistens. I, I have a question, though. Yeah. Why did they use gold? Palladium is silver. Mm. It's a silvery metal. Mm. They've used silver in some of the hardbacks. They have. But but this was a gold. Yeah. Don't know. I think my uh, bestiary is gold, too. Maybe. I'm flipping through the miniatures right now. (laughs) Okay. Well, that, I think, is going to bring us to a close here. (laughs) The Samus looks constipated. (laughs) Right. Close. (laughs) Thank you for listening and catch us online. Tell us the name of this artist, uh, which, you know what? I am deliberately not going to look it up just so I'll Mm -hmm. be surprised when you tell us. Let us know what you think about this. Let us know what you think about the Butts edition. And specifically, if you have a copy of this book, let us know the number. We'll keep a record. We really won't. That would be curious. No, actually, we should. I'm curious as to how many of the Glitter Boys podcast people are actively investing uh, still in Palladium or if, if they're still active players and buyers or if it's more a nostalgia yeah. trip. So yeah, actually do let us know. And if NPC doesn't, uh, doesn't pick it up, I'll, I'll write it down. It's, <laughs> it's fine. All right, then uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye everyone. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. 
Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.